0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Steel Target Paint Podcast. I'm Jeff Jones. I'm Steve
1: Foster. What's going on, Jeff?
0: Not much, Steve. How are you?
1: How's things been? Oh, it's been a busy couple weeks. You know, before we get into the podcast tonight, I just want to thank everybody that's reached out to me from the shooting community. Uh, My daughter's surgery went extremely well, but very humbled by the love and the support of the community. It means a lot, so thank you for everybody that... Posted uh, messages and sent cards and all that kind of stuff. It meant a lot to uh, to Vanessa and our family, so I
0: appreciate it. What have you been up to, Jeff? You know, just getting ready for Florida State. Uh, went over and shot the Volusia match this weekend. And um, was very fortunate enough to uh, uh, sneak into A class. Uh, can't wait for tomorrow. Uh, this is Tuesday, so wait for tomorrow's classification update. And uh, I'll have one more gun, and I'll reach reached my... Uh, twenty nineteen goals of getting them all up to at least an a oh good for you, of course, the last one's single stack, so you think a revolver's tough? Ah, single stack is tougher <laughs> not if you have the right revolver
1: that's what I keep hearing
0: yeah, well, my mind is pretty good, you know, I like that nine two nine at least it's eight shots, but uh it's it's still tough, and as soon as I make uh if I can make, if fortunate enough to make A in single stack, then uh, it's dots the rest of the way, except for limited.
1: <laughs> I hear
0: you. I hear you. So how about yourself? You do much
1: shooting? Well, I've been doing some training. I've had a little bit of a break in the schedule for the last couple of weeks. So uh, that bum, Chris Barrett,'s been over here a couple of times. Uh, made a couple of videos shooting underneath the lights and shot a little PCC this past weekend. That, that was a whole bunch of fun. So getting ready to come down to... Uh, to invade Lake Okeechobee, Florida. So that's going to be fun. There's going to be, man, we're going to have
0: uh, steel target paints going to take over that range, huh? we got a lot of shooters coming down. Absolutely. Just from memory, I'm going, yourself, myself, Chris Barrett, uh, Fish, Neyland, uh, help me out here. Uh, uh, Kurt Grimes all the way yeah. from California.
1: M- most importantly, Maria
0: Grimes from California. There you, you go. Told, you can tell Kurt I said that too. Yep. Um, Zach Jones and his son Zach Jr. coming down, yeah. and uh, I didn't look at the rest of the schedule, but uh, there may be one or two more that uh, sneak in there, uh, and that would be great. Uh, looking forward to the sea of uh, blue and orange uh, invading the range. And r- rumor is is that uh, that bum Brian Conley is going to be there,
1: so something about a campfire. And well, this is a G-rated show, so I can't go into all the details of what's going to happen after the campfire. I'm going to have to bring some cigars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Well, Steve, we got a great guest tonight. You reached out to him. I'm going to let you introduce him.
1: Yeah, everybody. We've got Bill Duda with us. He is uh, a competitor in USPSA. He shoots a little steel challenge. Welcome to the podcast, Bill. How are you doing? Pretty good. How you guys been? Good, good. So, uh, I know that you kind of reached out early on, or you got into uh, promoting steel target paint. I think it was, man, it was probably two or three years ago. I remember you uh, shooting a video out on Facebook, and that's how I knew knew who you were. So what, what kind of shooting do you do? You do some USPSA, correct?
2: Oh, quite a bit of USPSA. That was kind of my start in the practical shooting community. Uh, yeah, so I started off shooting USPSA about 2010. And, uh, from there it wasn't, but a few years later, I started helping run major matches. And the first year we took on that, I took on, uh, the area 8 championship. Uh, we pulled you guys in as a sponsor when, uh, Steel target paint seemed like it was pretty new. It wasn't as, as big and known as it is now. That was for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: So, what divisions do you shoot bill?
0: Uh, um, I've
2: been shooting carry optics for the last two years. Uh, the three years before that, I was, uh, I was humping a revolver around, doing a lot of reloading. And then uh, before that, I was shooting uh, production.
0: That's a good progression. Uh, interesting progression to go from production to revolver and then to carry optics. But
2: uh, I It get depends it. on how big of a masochist you are. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was getting ready to buy another production gun, actually, because I realized after a few years of that that uh shooting a a glock was not for me. Right. Um and I started <laughs> took putting a couple of years right? more yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well young, dumb, didn't know any better. I hear you. But I got a uh I was making a decision on spending, you know, a grand or so on a on a real production gun to try to do well and <clears throat> it dawned on me that if I was going to buy another gun, I should probably buy another gun for a different division. And then all of the other guns for all of the other divisions is basically a 1911 variant to try to win. And I knew I would never want to shoot a revolver after shooting a 1911 competition. So I figured I'd get that out of my system, go ahead and make master in that, and be happy with myself. So that's what I did.
0: Oh, cool. Nice. I'm actually, uh, we have a, a level two match at the Wyoming Antelope Club coming up here in two weeks called the Factory Gun Classic. Uh, and it's only factory guns, and historically I've shot production, I shot single stack last year, but I'm actually going to shoot revolver this year, In first time hey. ever in USPSA. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the, the reloading club. Yes, I, I have my moon clips all ready to go, I have practiced it, <laughs> and I realize I'm not going to be fast, and I don't care. <laughs> don't worry, none of us were. I will hit targets, I know that. <laughs> All right, Bill. Let's let's talk
1: about revolver here for a second because you know the the kid inside of me loves a revolver. But man, you know my competition triggers I shoot on every gun all start with a one. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, yeah. it's like just under two pounds or a pound and a half. And and uh, this Smith and Wesson 929 that I got, I think it's like a 18 pound, maybe it's a 14 pound trigger, but it's like six miles long. It's a uh, it's a whole different ball game. So, what kind of revolver do you have, and then what did you do to it, or you just took it the way it
2: was? Well, so funny story is, I took it the way it was, but not the way you think it was. Um, mm. When I decided to start shooting revolver, the nine twenty one nine was just coming into the public as as being known as in development, so it wasn't really sure. a gun that was ready to hit the market. So, I bought a. What was it? A uh, six eighty uh, seven? Six? Crap! I can't remember. Thirty eight special? Eight um, shot thirty eight special? That's the one. Yeah, and I think then it's I, a six eighty seven. Yep. Six eighty seven, and I had it sent directly over to TK Customs. I never took delivery of it before then. Uh, he did an action job on it. He did, you know, their chamfering to take nine millimeter cases, all that, all that jazz. So my first time touching the gun was after it had already been worked, and I don't know any better. So I think that gun was uh, at like a six and a half pound pull, and man, I could just crank them out. The hardest part about shooting the revolvers well is learning where the break is for the hammer and prepping oh, yeah. the trigger as you're transitioning yeah. between targets. That's all it's about right, right there in still challenge. I just if you can the trigger. keep your sights aligned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you can keep your sights aligned and have that hammer ready to drop by the time it gets there, you're going to be golden.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, the 929 comes with a, uh, I believe it's a titanium uh, cylinder. Yep. yep. And I've heard that the, you, it's very difficult to feel that lockup uh, with the titanium. And if you switch to a steel cylinder, that, uh, you feel the lockup better.
2: Well, there's this thing called dry fire practice. Have you heard of it? You know, I have, and, and that's, you know, what a segue.
0: Steve, great choice of guests uh, for, for great segues here. Okay, Bill, what is Go Fast, Don't Suck?
2: <laughs> ah, Well, okay. Go Fast, Don't Suck was a, I'm bored, I want to do something with my time that is going to absolutely be wasteful. So I started a <laughs> meme on social media. Yeah. So I started doing memes on social media and it was, it wasn't like a couple of weeks in of just picking on, you know, the, the practical shooting sports, nothing's off. Well, there are some things off limits, but you know, all of the divisions, all of the sports that, you know, I've played in or know about, we go around and mess with people and it wasn't, Very long before people were already asking, like, two weeks in, they were asking for stickers and patches. I was like, you guys are kidding, right? Like, that's not a thing. (laughs) And they're like, no, man, it's a thing. We want stickers and patches. So we started doing shirts, patches, stickers, all that stuff. Um, Long story short, I am now doing custom uh, competition jerseys. We're doing dry fire targets and a whole bunch of stuff. So we're actually a a registered LLC as LLC. Um, we're getting our logo set up as far as getting it, uh, patented. So it's, you know, copyright protected, and trademarked and all that stuff and, um, running with it. So one of the things that we developed once I, uh, I purchased Alpha Gorilla Sports, uh, mm-hmm. two months ago now. So I purchased Alpha Gorilla Sports. One of the things he was doing was doing dry fire targets for USPSA and IDPA. I am like, man, you guys are like missing out a huge market because, Steel Challenge has the eight stages. That's what they shoot. The eight stages. There's right. no kit the eight stages other than some other guy. So I was like, "Well, let me see what I can do." So I bust. I bust out a tape measure. Uh, Work with worked my math skills that I never put to use since college, and figured <laughs> out at eight at eight feet what the per the size perspective for each target is. So when you're standing in the box, you're looking at the target. Sure, they're you know 35, 30 uh, feet, 45 feet, whatever. But that doesn't doesn't mean anything when you're standing in the box, other than the size of the target gets smaller the farther it goes away. So I did all the math and uh, made a dry fire kit where you can put the targets up on your wall, at, stand back eight feet, and you'll have exactly the same perspective as if you were in the box on the range. The kits Very are cool. thirty dollars. Very
0: cool. Now, what's what's for, you know, we'll we'll take accelerator, which is one of the widest stages. Maybe speed option might be a little wider. What's the distance you need on the wall to to be able to do a stage like that?
2: Yeah, spoken Hope is actually the worst of the bunch. Really? Um, because the targets are they're so close to you ah, that I you, you actually have to get the same transition field. You got to spread them out. Uh, yeah, I think the furthest one was almost twelve feet. Maybe it was maybe it was closer to thirteen feet. Okay. But uh, yeah, you, you need a little bit more space for, um, for, the, for that one as far as, you know, laterally on the wall goes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the, the, the cool thing about these dry fire decals is that you want to practice that one where you can't leave it up around the house in a different place. You can just take over the living room for an afternoon or, you know, a cu- uh, 20 minutes, stick them up on the wall, do your dry fire practice, pull them off the wall, stick them back on the paper, and stick them in the cabinet. And the next time you need them, you stick them right back up on the wall. The the adhesive on them is not meant to be permanent. It's a very temporary sticker uh, or uh, adhesive. And as long as you have, like, a, a painted surface to stick them to or something that isn't porous. So if you try sticking it to something like raw drywall, it'll probably peel the paper off of the wall. You don't want that. A painted surface you're fine with, uh, we found that uh, putting it on wood or fake wood or, you know, linoleum, you know, we've had somebody stick them up on steel buildings. I mean, it'll peel off of those all day long. It just has a little hard time not, you know, releasing the paper stuff.
0: I'm thinking the the, the backside of a garage door. You know, most garage doors are aluminum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think of thinking the backside of a garage door, pull the cars out. I don't know, Steve, this might be my answer right now to having my own home range.
1: Hey, hey Bill, no. ser- serious question, Bill. All right, we're yes, all sir. friends here. So do you have a home range, Bill? <laughs> no. Nah, ne- neither does Jeff, so he no, needs I don't, no. <laughs>
2: no. No, the, the nearest range to me in, in any direction I travel is 35 minutes. That's not
0: too Wow. Bad. That's nah, not too no. bad. No, this is a running this is a bad. running joke that Steve has. He 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 reminds me and I've been on his home range. In fact I marked my territory in the back corner. He, he doesn't know that though. Um he, he, he did. He says, Hey Steve, can you give me a minute? I'm like, Yeah, okay, Jeff. I'm gonna turn the lights off for you.
1: Um, so it's it's pretty cool, Jeff. I've got a set of uh set of um Bill's dry fire uh kit for steel challenge you know what really struck me and i you know i was kind of like hey man you sure i can put this shit stuff on my wall and he's like yeah i'll be fine steve so i threw him up on the wall i'm like man that's pretty you know you do have to measure it out and all that kind of jazz and find which circle goes with what stage but it's cool that the type of adhesive it goes right on take it off Put it on, take it off, put it on, take it off, put it on, take it off. And it's uh it it's still as sticky as as day one. So that's pretty slick. But I, I think when I set up a couple of stages, my dad was down um when my daughter was having surgery. And so we laid him out. And he's like, Man, <laughs> those things are gonna stick to the wall. I said, Yeah, my man says they won't, but so but it it was uh it was really easy to use. I think from a training perspective, what I like the most out of it, outside, of, you know, the dry fire side, and you know, I'm working on uh, more uh, center fire divisions <laughs> that don't have a 16 inch barrel, um, and so <laughs> I'm coming out of a holster a little bit more, and that's a that's a different uh, that's a different concept. But what was very eye opening to me is what Bill was talking about that whole that whole aspect ratio. I mean to see them up on the wall. You, de- I guess you just don't think about it, or at least I don't. When I'm at a matches, yeah, you know the front targets on, on roundabout are three or four times the size as the back targets on roundabout, and you've got these little adhesive uh, circles that tell you how big they are. I mean it's it's very interesting to see the difference between the two. And so I'm looking at the, um, at the stages. So roundabout's got a five foot spread. Speed options, uh, one of the bigger ones at 8 feet. Accelerator's 4. Outer limits is 8. Uh, 5 to go is 9. Showdown is 3 feet, so it's pretty compact. Uh, Smoke and Oak, to Bill's point, is the largest. It's 11 foot 3 inches. And then uh, Pendulum is uh, 4 feet wide. And how much did you say this kit is, Bill?
2: Uh, the kit for where you can set all eight stages up one at a time is $30. Wow. That's a great price. So the, uh, the upgrade for that is to add the expansion pack, which lets you put all eight stages up on the wall at once. That's a whopping $8 ad. And then there's... Cause the, um, man, I'm drawing a blank on the stage name. The one where you've got to shoot it from both sides of the box. Showdown. Uh, showdown. Showdown, right. So there's, there's an additional uh, small add-on for Showdown so that you can leave it up on the wall right so ah, otherwise yeah, you've got to move think. a couple targets around to make it from the opposite box right right right
1: so for 38 bucks what you're telling me for 38 bucks you can have every single stage and uh, i think and the I walls think it's of your 40, living room up huh?
2: 42 i think you can put the all eight stages up including the addition the additional uh roundabout and not have to take anything down. Just take over the entire house with dry fire target.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that, Jeff. And you'll be able to dry fire as much as you want because you'll be living alone.
2: <laughs> you won't have anything better to
0: do.
1: Hey, Bill. Since uh, Jeff doesn't have a home range, I'll have to get with you afterwards so we can uh, drop ship him uh, a set.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's gonna need them. <laughs> if he's gonna going keep up with you, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. I gotta do that's something. Right. I mean, everybody with a home range is a GM, aren't they?
1: Well, in their own mind, they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure.
0: Steve, Steve was the best shooter on the range yesterday. The only <laughs> no, shooter on the range yesterday. So,
1: <laughs> truer words have never been spoken, Jeff. So, so where did you, so? Tell me a little bit more again about this. How did you? How did you develop this this kit? I mean, where did you get the adhesive from, and all that kind of stuff? You know, you guys were after a match having a couple of brewskis and said, hey,
2: I got a good idea. Well, no, like I said, it started off with a uh, dry fire target for USPSA and IDPA. We had already developed, because, um, you know, you can buy dry fire targets that are usually some kind of cardboard type thing. You've got to maybe put a hole in your wall because there's a little hole in it to stick it to your wall or, you know, something to that general thing. And once they're in the wall, you don't really want to move around because now you're going to add another pinhole somewhere and right, you know the general right. idea was like that sucks yeah, and you're not really inclined to change up your arrays because it's adding more damage to the wall or you're putting right. it up with like masking tape or you know so the uh where we we found that a a vinyl uh cloth it's like a it's a coated claw so they don't rip or and they don't uh bend up too bad like you would get with like a vinyl sticker right but um but we got those and we tested them out and found that you can overlap them. You can stick them on top of one another. You can leave them on the wall for a couple months and they'll peel right off just just as well as it did any other time. And uh, and it what it lets you do is it lets you change up your dry fire every time you go to play because it's not a lot of work. You take the sticker off the wall, stick it on a different spot. You're good to go. It's a different array than it was the day before, you know?
1: Yep, Yeah. So, uh. Um,
2: We've got we've got different scales as far as that goes for those kits. You got your usually we stick to like the one third, the quarter, and the one six scale for those. Sure. That seems to be the most popular options. Um, getting ready to play around with some classifier ideas for those targets as well. But once we did that, it was just an easy walk in the park to say you know Steel Challenge. They got they've only got one option right now, and it's it's kind of pricey. So we can probably do better and. We've been able to do better,
1: so oh that's awesome. that's awesome. yeah, I saw your post the other day on Facebook, and what we'll do is we'll post a link to our uh, to, uh, to your website featuring this uh, this product on our steel target paint uh, Facebook page out on the podcast page. I've seen a couple of people oh, that would be great. It. yeah, I saw a couple of people picking it up already, but no that's that's really, really cool. All right, man, yeah, I got to go them in- I- go ahead.
2: Uh, sorry, but we make them and ship them, and it takes about a day and a half. So they'll be oh. out there and on the way to you. So.
1: Gotcha. Hey, whereabouts, whereabouts in Area 8 are you located, Bill? Delaware.
2: Oh, okay. Cool.
1: You're from that's Delaware?
2: I've been hiding. No, uh, South Jersey originally, and then oh, I moved right. to a free state <laughs> hey.
1: I'm from upstate uh I'm s I'm from upstate New York, so Yeah, yeah. I, I moved, uh, yeah, I moved to down to Atlanta and Jeff uh Jeff ran a little bit further than I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So let's I'm interested back to this meme thing because uh <laughs> I, I admit I admit it. <laughs> and Brian Conley, you know, we've been together um from a sponsorship. Uh, company perspective since since day one so i love brian like a brother but man i <laughs> i couldn't stop laughing with the couple that you guys put out there about hunter's hd gold and uh the guy from uh the other glass company that shall not be named, no the rudy project stuff <laughs> i thought that was pretty funny
2: yeah it seems like the more mean i am the more happy our viewers are <laughs> <laughs> Which you got to be careful with. So I, there are like what I I said earlier. You know, there's some off limit things. We won't we won't post a picture of somebody unless we've already gotten permission from them. So, if you see that we have posted an image of somebody, you know, it, it might as mean as you know the one with Caesar Sanchez might have looked. He said it was okay. He thought it was hilarious, and he wanted me to put it up right away. Yeah. So no, that's cool. you know, we make sure it's okay with people first. But so those are that's kind of our limit. We don't we don't want to mess with somebody and have them be upset with us. So we'll check with them first.
0: Oh, uh, Bill, this is Steve. You have my permission to make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's it. It's on radio. I can't. Uh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. <Jesus. laughs> There's so many I mean, you guys. Everybody I knows say. that. I, yeah. Anybody that shot Area 8 and what was it when we did the, the tan-colored paint knows that I yeah. really like messing with people. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, 2018? We did the tan paint. It really hurt some yeah. feelings with that one. Mm. So are, are you just
0: doing the memes, or do people send you ideas, or do you have a, a crew
2: that puts them out? I have, a, I have a small team of guys. I've got, um, I've got four guys that help develop content. Um, we do have people that send us things, and generally speaking we say thank you but we don 't do that here um, everything's original content from our team just because you don 't know where stuff comes from and you don 't want to not give credit where it's due so we just kind of we just avoid the whole concept sure we, whatever whatever goes out from us is actually from us it 's not from somebody else that sends it in so we 've actually scheduled them out so uh, I could look but I think that uh, I think we're scheduled out to like uh, middle of December at least right now. Oh, wow. for, uh for two new memes a day. And then if something happens in the current events, we'll add we'll add to that. <laughs> two a day. Holy cow. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I mean, sometimes you don't feel funny, so you don't you don't develop anything for a few days and then you, you sit down and you yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, inspiration strikes so you just knock out a bunch of them at once and then schedule them out. They don't have to worry about <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> so uh so people uh know where they can find these memes tell them what uh where they need to go
2: right so it's at go fast don't suck and you can find us on instagram and facebook uh we've got a twitter page but we pay no attention to it
1: <laughs> <laughs> you and everybody else that's over the age of 30
2: yeah pretty much you know i'm too old for that now
1: that's funny All right, and, and so why did you decide to, you mentioned that you purchased Alpha Gorilla Sports two months ago, is that right? Yep. So why did you decide to head down uh, that side of the business? You're making jerseys and banners and shirts and hoodies oh, and all that yeah. kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, so when it, when Alpha Gorilla Sports was kind of flounder, floundering a little bit with uh, being able to, you know, get things out in a timely manner, we didn't. I didn't like that it was it was falling apart because it was the only only place in area 8 that we could you know not have to shop around for and it wasn't a ridiculous price and things like that. And I kind right. of had a discussion with the owner and you know we came to an agreement and uh, I took over basically. So we've rebranded most of it as Go Fast, Don't Suck," but for a lot of the younger crowd that really shouldn't probably have that kind of words on their 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 garments we don't we don't push it so we'll put Apple Girl Sports on the stuff still it's still a brand we carry right um, but yeah part of that was the uh, dry fire target and because that was also from them and what I found was they were the production of them was way too expensive so I was able to get the production down and at the same time I was also able to uh uh started looking at making banners. Um, so I look around the community and everybody just has some banner guy that they know that has a pretty decent price and yep, you yep. know, companies will go out and they'll spend a few thousand dollars in banners over a sponsorship season and never see those banners again. Sure. And when you're spending, you know, up upwards of a hundred dollars for a banner, that hurts that hurts your that hurts your feelings a little bit, you know? Right, right. So I've got two banner styles we're going with right now. One is your standard banner size. Um, and I think like for like a, a four by three foot banner we're like twenty bucks with another eight dollars or so for shipping. Wow. That's and great. we'll ship it straight to your event for you so you don't have to worry about it. If you are an event we'll ship it to you. That way you can use it. I mean these things really only have to really last like four days, you know, for a major match and then right. if you never see it again it doesn't it doesn't hurt so bad. If you can get it back, great. But if not, it's not going to hurt your feelings too bad. And then the other one we've got is a real, real inexpensive banner. It's, we're starting to work on it in the idea of it being for stapling the target stands. Mm-hmm. So you can put your, your company logo out on target stands by stapling up a couple of your, these little banners. And uh, right now it's at $10 for three of them. And. You know, you send that to a match, ten dollars for three of them, plus another four bucks or five bucks for shipping. It shows up at a match. they staple it on the target stands and throw them in the dumpster when they're done, and you're out a whopping fifteen dollars for the whole endeavor.
1: Wow, that's awesome, Bill. Let me ask you this: yeah. do You guys, have you guys ventured into um, more of the decal side? You know, because I've got my own logo and all that kind of stuff, and so I make little four, three, and four-inch stickers to give to kids and stuff like that.
2: Do you guys do that as well or not? We do. Actually, one of the things that we do is if, if there's, like, a team or a match, well, let's start with the team stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So when you've got a team that wants to have a bunch of matching jerseys and stuff, so they'll call me up or we'll set up an email system, and we figure out what their jerseys is going to look like, and when everybody's in agreement, um, we open up a team store on our website that has, their whole team can go to, pretty much anybody can go to. Right. Um, but their whole team can go in there, and they can buy t-shirts, they can buy... Um, they can buy their jerseys. And then the other thing we do in there is we also add stickers. So they can do their custom one-off sticker for just their little team, and they can order a bunch of them, some bumper stickers and stuff, and you know, slap them around and have a good time with them. Um, so that's what we do for teams. When it comes to matches, we try to do something that gives back to the community a little bit more than just having good prices on jerseys. So when it comes to a match, if we're doing a match sponsorship deal, um, we cut the price as far as we can get it down without going to debt. And then what we'll do is we'll put those jerseys, we'll also add T-shirts and you know your match stickers and stuff like that to the website under the match section. And if somebody goes in there and says, wow, you know, I know I'm getting a free T-shirt for the match, but I really like the way these jerseys look. I want one, and they buy it. What we'll do is we'll ship that jersey to the match instead of sending it individually to the person, and you hand it to the match, hands it to the shooter. For that trouble, we make sure the match gets a percentage of the uh, of the uh, profit from that sale. Oh, cool. So, Like for a jersey, it, jerseys like five dollars for the match. You know, if they buy a t-shirt, it's like three bucks. But it's a way to help try to give back instead of just taking from everybody all the time. So if we can help the match put on a better match by giving them a good price on the jerseys and getting them a little bit extra money by helping them sell some shirts, then, you know, I think that's where, where we should be doing that type of thing. That's awesome.
0: Bill, I've got your number. And uh, if you don't know, I run the West Florida steel challenge championships in 2020. It will be the third weekend in July uh, the seventeenth through the twentieth, and I think you and I are going to have a conversation well that 's good i i you
2: know i 'd love to do it i 'd love to you know maybe come down there and, and set up a booth and you know the whole the whole nine yards you 've never seen a range like ours
0: <laughs> <laughs> no bill i 'm not sure if you have, but it 's well <laughs> worth it, and we would love to have you there well good yeah it's
1: uh it 's kind of like you 're shooting in uh You ever, you ever been down, down in the subway and you look down where the train comes, it's pretty dark. That's what it's like shooting at the whack. (laughs) We are, they've got an airport right next door to them. So they're, um, so it's, it's surrounded by cement and then there's a Bigfoot on top of the cement. You know, I'm still not sure what that's all about, Jeff. But all the bays are, are covered in bays like that. It's it's definitely a different set of shooting conditions. But they put on one of the best matches, uh, top two matches that I shot this past year. Jeff and their crew down there do a fantastic, fantastic job for sure.
0: We're we're smack dab in the middle of of uh, well, Pinellas Park slash Largo slash Clearwater. Um, and it's an outdoor range, but it's an outdoor covered range. So, as Steve pointed out, it's it's very y We've installed LED lights, so I mean, we have night matches. And he's right. We know that we're doing our stage uh, safety briefs uh, at the right time because you have to get you have to stop because of the six thirty planes that are landing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh,
2: gonna be perfect. <laughs> I can't oh, yeah. wait. I really oh, can't yeah. wait. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be so much new material. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, boy. No, it's, uh... Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, go to matches to, I go to matches just to get new meme material any day. You know, I don't do good. <laughs> Who cares about that? Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, Bill, is this, is, is this what you do full-time now, or is this still kind of a part-time thing for you, or what? <sighs> Let's call it
2: a hobby. Uh-huh, I, got um, I got you. I do. I do do it. I run it as a business. It's more of a hobby situation because otherwise, I'd probably, yep. you know, uh, jump out of my car instead of going home. But um, <laughs> I hear you. But the uh, ah, well, I forgot what I was going with that.
0: <laughs> There'll be a meme on it tomorrow. That's right. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: a car door open and it's like, what was I doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah that's it i just just enjoyed thinking about it you know um but no, it started off as kind of oh, that's what I was going to say um so after running area eight for three years and putting you know because I put a lot of energy to making sure that match was as good as I could make it happen right and then once I said I was stopped I wasn't doing it anymore i there was like a there was like an empty space of time where you know I could just lay around and get fat so instead i I've been doing this, so i I just put a Putting a lot of energy into this to uh, you figure probably around 30, 40 hours a week putting it into it to make sure it stays successful and pays for itself and makes people laugh.
1: Well, that's awesome, man. I think you've got a great thing going on outside of the comic relief side of things. Uh, it's, it's funny when uh, when I see people get fired up about some of those memes out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually on the website, and I, I'm I'm getting a kick out of the – dumpster fire stage plan
2: sticker that is hilarious Yep, that was one of ours that we came up with uh we've also got the uh united states pacing and scoring association sticker on there (laughs) we also have the uh international pacing and scoring conglomerate for it that doesn't exist (laughs) yeah oh yeah Uh, but yeah, we've got a, we've got a couple stuff on there. uh, more coming. I'm working on some, uh, some additional stuff. Um, but yeah, just trying to divide all of my ideas into reality, uh, can only take up so much time again. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now I, I really like the match shirt idea. You know, let's say if, uh, you know, Jeff's match wants to have a match shirt instead of paying Jeff and you know, all that kind of jazz and just make it available to whatever competitor wants to go out to your website or store that you set up for that match. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Same thing for the teams. I appreciate that. It was, uh, it was like a duh moment after watching everybody else just try to get every dime they could out of everybody they can, at least as a way to try to get back.
1: Well, and, and, and Jeff has run several matches, um, and I have not. I'd just like to participate because I've only got so much time in the day, but I've got a lot of respect for what uh, people do, the time and effort they put into running these matches. And the shirt thing, that's what a lot of people don't understand. We've had Je- uh, Zach Jones on the podcast several times, and he's run several matches. The shirt thing is just another thing to manage on a busy day. So it's like, you know, I take the hassle out of it anyway. You know what I mean? So, Yeah, man. It's a win-win. That's cool, man.
0: So, Bill, I'm actually on the website right now, uh, the Alpha Gorilla Sports website, and I'm on the uh, custom jerseys, and you've got some really nice designs here. um, But what about the ability for someone to come up with their own design? Is that possible? It is.
2: We've got uh, a couple different avenues for that. So uh, some people have their own artists, and that's great. You know, if you've got somebody that wants to send me a file that's already – you know, mostly made, I just have to make it fit into the actual patterns for the uh, for the garment. Great. I mean, that's awesome. Um, if you want one of the base styles, so the base styles we put up on the website, we can change, we can easily change all the colors on those pretty quickly to try to, you know, you see one that's like the brush gray, uh, brush steel gray, but you're kind of like a red guy yourself. We can change the, the some of the color palettes in that to kind of get it to where you want it so that it looks a lot better than, you know, it's, it's more custom that way. Um, if you wanted to go the fully custom route, where it's like, so we've got two different versions of that. One is, I've got an artist, I'll send you to him, he's going to charge you what he needs to charge you for his time, and he'll set you up with a, with a design. Two ways of going with that is, if you set you up with a design, and I really like it, I might ask you, hey, uh, you don't have to pay that guy if I can put that on my website for other people to have. And then you, it doesn't really cost you anything. Gotcha. But if you set up a bunch of time with him and you want a one-off where you're the only person that has that design, then you pay him. That design goes into production just for you and nobody else can have it.
0: Gotcha. Now, what about logos? Um, do you, are you, you know, building a, a, a library of logos or should people be sending you logos? And if so, you know, there's about 4,000 different formats. What's the, the best ones they could do for? Uh, send them to you.
2: Yeah. So the, the way that we do that is I'm building a library of, of every logo that comes through to my door, right? So I've got a I've got a library from when Alpha Girl was running the thing. Um I'm building that up with new I'm restructuring the file system so I can keep a better tab on what I do have. And then so when you fill out the order form there's a there's a spot for local or obscure sponsors. Uh that's where you load up, you know. Uh, Bob's Gunpowder Shop, you know Uncle Tom's uh, Bullet Guy, you know all that stuff. Right. Load up the best image you got there. I'll usually shoot an email if it's not going to work out. You know, maybe we can, maybe I can send it off to get it turned into a vector, otherwise not. So the best, the best format to send us is going to be a vector all day, every day. A vector image is drawn in math. I can scale them down. I can change the colors on them. And it's real easy to make it really pop off of your shirt without having to mess with it too much. Um, If you're going to send something that's not a vector format, that's not like a a AI, an EPS, or a a PDF in vector form, then the very next best thing you can send is going to be a high-quality PNG with a transparent background. Um, If you send me one that's actually, you know, when you open up the file, it's only four inches big, you're not going to like the way that looks on your shirt because once you scale it up, it starts to get all pixelated and you lose the, the definition of where the lines are supposed to be. Um, but if it's a big, you know, PNG, we'll shrink that down or scale it and we'll make it fit your garment and you'll be really happy with that. The last sure. step is if you send us a JPEG, you really don't have any options and you just send us whatever you got. I'll have to have that vectorized, and that's where I got to be like, hey, look, I got to pay somebody for their time to turn that into an image that we can oh, yeah. actually put on your shirt. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: usually that runs twenty twenty five dollars, you know, because it's really detailed. Um, I try to keep people away from that by like, hey, just go to the go to the person you got the sponsorship from; they probably have a vector of this. Yeah, absolutely. You now,
1: no, that's cool. That's cool. But
2: well, yeah, Bill- so um, one. So, sorry, one of the things we do uh, when it comes to laying the shirts out, is when I'm saying that we're, we'll adjust the colors and everything, we'll do your logos, we'll get them all on your shirt, is I do a live layout. Uh, so we, uh, we get hooked up. I do a screen sharing session where you can see what I'm doing on the computer on your phone, your tablet, your PC. Um, and we can change everything right there on the spot and make it perfect just the way you want it. And then that's what goes into production.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Very cool. Oh, jeez. As we're talking here, I'm scrolling through the the Go Fast, Don't Suck Facebook page, and I just came across the Teddy KGB meme uh, for Christian Sailor. <laughs> 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 Everybody, get out to this Facebook page. Get out to the uh, the website. Check it out. They are they are funny. They are tongue in cheek, and and. Bill, I'm going to go out on a limb and go take them for what they're worth, which is just to have some fun. You you have no malicious Yeah,
2: no, we're not trying to be mean to anybody. I mean, you know, that's why we email people ahead of time, make sure they're okay with it. I mean, yeah, we everybody feels so strongly about this or that, we let them we let them you know slap each other around in the comment section. We try to filter any of that. So, but uh-huh. yeah, it's all just for fun, guys. It's not it's not meant to hurt anybody's feelings. Just try to get a laugh out of somebody and. You know, somebody's going to be upset about it. It's the Internet. You know, we've got over 8,000 followers now, so they're, you're bound to have somebody that gets salty with you.
0: You're, you're probably going to get people going, why don't you do one on me? <laughs> I want to be yeah. in a meme. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: uh, all I have to do is something really stupid that we find in our feed somewhere. We'll email you like, hey, this stupid thing you did, we want to make fun of some more. Oh, boy, I'm in trouble, Steve. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh boy. Yeah, I got so many things I don't You know, I'm working on self-control. That's working for me right now. <laughs> oh, All right, man. Steve,
0: say that again. You, you 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 digitalized out. I was just going to say, I've got some things that I feel like, you know, you're, you're no. in your van, you know, stuff
2: like that. It got worse that time.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's oh, no. That. There's some dead All space right. there for him to to help for editing. He can oh, find those dead spaces. Okay. You still got it, Steve?
1: Internet. That's
0: put them in cities. Okay, I'm hoping, you can, I'm hoping you can hear good. You now, Mike. Yeah, this <laughs> is what you down, Mike. That actually might make it. It no. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Okay, you're coming back. Good. Well, Bill, this is great information. Great uh, having you on the show. Is there anything else you'd like to share? You know what? Um, You're a shooter. You shoot USPSA. You shoot Steel Challenge. Um, A lot of times we'll ask the shooters for a tip. You got a tip that you could share with people?
2: Yeah, bring your Bluetooth speakers and have fun when you're on the range. There There you go. go. I like it. I like it. Don't just sit there and and be cold and, and shake and just sit there and, you know, stare everybody down the whole day. Go Bring some music, you know, put it on so your squad can hear it, and just have a good time.
1: I'm bringing my bows this weekend, Jeff. Be ready.
2: Oh, sounds good. It'll be good for the uh, the uh,
0: uh, the so-called uh, bonfire. <laughs> sounds good, man.
1: Well, <laughs> well, Bill. Thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate your time. You've got some great stuff going on, and we'll definitely be doing some business with you guys. We appreciate. It. We'll put uh, put a link out to the banners and your Facebook page and your website and all that kind of stuff out on the podcast page. But thanks again for, for taking your time to spend with us tonight, Bill. We really appreciate it. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having
0: me. It was a good time. Thanks, Bill. Hey, Steve, you know what we forgot to do? Hand out that podcast code for rangestore.net. Yes.
1: Yeah, use uh, discount code Podcast 10 for 10% off. Rangestore.net. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Appreciate it. All right. Good night, everybody.